Hi. Um, sorry that Sidewalks has been pretty inactive in the past few months. I've been busy, but I've also felt really confused about the show's purpose in an uncertain world. As I record this, it's the week Donald Trump was elected president of the United States, and everything about this world feels even less certain than before. From the beginning, uh, Sidewalks has been about experimenting in short little bursts with what radio can be. What does it mean to listen? What does it mean to capture a moment? When I started the show, I wanted to come up with a new answer to those questions every single day, kind of randomly with whatever felt right. But right now, I feel like everything we do needs purpose. There are too many forces fighting for hate, greed, and ignorance. We need to consciously and actively work toward love, generosity, and wisdom. Sometimes that might mean making things to warm the heart, and sometimes that might mean facing ugly truths. It also, for now, means uh, letting go of this super short restriction of the show when something longer seems more appropriate. Anyway, um, on Wednesday night, as I was uh, waiting for a flight at Reagan International Airport, I called my grandparents, whom I love and who are good-hearted people, um, they also watch Fox News, listen to conservative radio, and voted for a man who has insulted and threatened every ideal I care about. I asked them if I could record the conversation, and that's what the rest of the episode is. I should say that this is just one conversation between a family of people who are not directly threatened by this election, rel relatively speaking. Um, this conversation has three white people, myself included, clumsily and ignorantly discussing race um, and other things from a position of safety. Um, I'm putting it here not to engender sympathy for the more troubling things that my grandparents say or to demonize them either. I'm also not putting this here with any kind of presumption that I know what I'm talking about or have any sense of what we should be doing now. Um, I put this up here because after asking and answering uh, 60 times about why we listen and why we capture moments. I have some answers to pencil in for now. We listen to understand each other and ourselves. We capture moments to learn from them as we move forward. Hello? Hi, Grandma. Hello? Hi, honey. I'm sure right, well, that you have one of them that is very, very disappointed. Yeah, I, well, I wanted to call and, like, if it's okay with you, I wanted to record a conversation with you to make a little radio piece. In um, regards to what? Oh, the election and everything. Well, if you want to, if you want to, I, I don't care. Well, you know, Christy called this morning and she was so upset. She was crying and she was so upset. I felt so, so bad for her. She says, I'm so scared. Well, what are you scared of? What, what? I mean, personally, I'm scared that, um, yeah, of a lot of things. Uh -huh. um, I'm scared that we'll end up in a nuclear war because he said that he used nuclear weapons. I'm scared that he'll deport my, like, friends. Um, I'm scared that he'll put in a Supreme Court that puts backward a lot of social progress. I'm, I think I'm primarily scared of kind of as a Jew. Like, in a way, like, as somebody who knows that governments can turn on marginalized people, on people who are, you know, uh, 
not the majority. And uh, I don't know, I'm really scared that our government that I am generally proud of is going to start treating people unfairly because of their religion, because of their, um, their well, race. They were going after the Catholics. Who was going after the Catholics? You know, with the religion. Leave the religion alone. Well, I mean, and I understand that, that Hillary did, but like I said, I don't know that much about uh, the politics, and I don't want to get involved in too much. And like I told Christy, there is wait and see, you know, give it a chance, have an open mind. That's even President Obama was saying that. Yeah, you know? I know. You know, so there is nothing to be scared of. I would, I would say, you know what? I think it's. Happens. I mean, I think it's easy to feel not scared as a white person. Like I feel like, oh, like I don't feel. Person? Well, you know. Or a Latino person or a Muslim person. Part of what I wanted to know was when Obama was first elected. I was curious how that felt like for you. I didn't like vote for Obama. Yeah, you didn't like him, right? Well, no, I, I didn't say that, that I didn't I like him. No, I, I, didn't like I, him. I never said I could not put my finger on him at all. I did not like him. He was a very good uh, uh, speaker. Okay. and But uh -huh. I, I never said that I didn't like him. Even you with Sam, I wasn't upset. I mean, really. You, you, are half, you know, half of the people are upset. Half of them are not. We needed a change. You know, Mickey, what really bothered me was with Black Lives Matter. And when he brought, when Obama brought that up and he was promoting that and she was promoting that, I think that was terrible because all lives matter. It doesn't make any difference if you're black or if you're Muslim or if you're whatever it is. All lives matter. And that, that is something that got to me. And then I felt that she sold us to the era. That's how I felt. Have, Grandma, have you ever been pulled over by a cop and been afraid no. for your life? No, no. Yeah, I have been pulled over by a cop. But have you, have, have you when, when, when you've been pulled over by a cop, have you ever been worried that the cop would, would think that you were a threat to their life and, and consider killing well, you? Well, I, I agree that they are bad cops. But there are just a few of them, I would say. There are not all of them. You have to stand behind your supervisors. And, and, and I mean, they are trying to protect you. I hope that he will get into the centers of the cities, okay, where you have the black. And that's what I always said. If you look at the cases that have, that have spurred the Black Lives Matter movement, it's not people being violent, it's not people being aggressive, it's not people doing gang activities. It's, for the most part, pretty innocent people in situations where most of them are unarmed and mm -hmm. you have cops who are, you know, overly aggressive. And, uh, and it, it creates a situation where people feel like their lives don't matter. You hear that, but one, one black kid is being uh, killed. How many white ones are being killed? Nothing is being said about that. Not as many. No, <laughs> that's well, that's the thing. And also there's well, not data. Kills them, mostly it's the black kills the blacks. You have a lot well, of black well, on black. Black on black. But let me just point out something for a second. You were saying, have you ever been pulled over? There, 
you, at any time that somebody's in authority, and it has to do with the way they come up to you, uh, you can be scared out of your wits. You know, I mean, that's true in the military even. Uh, you don't know what the heck that person's going to do. And eventually there's, there's a rapport that's established between you. But in the very beginning, believe me, you're, you're scared witless. Part of the, it's part of our upbringing. We're not used to being threatened. And unfortunately, many of the minorities are used to being threatened. And it, it goes like whether you're Mexican or whether you're uh, Cuban or just Latino, Latino to begin with, all of those people, black, white, colored, it doesn't matter. They've been in very, very depressed areas. And those are the people that get into trouble because they immediately lash out at the first person that says, don't do that. And it's part of their nature. They're, they're, that's their defense mechanism. That's their way of responding. But the person that says don't do that isn't necessarily threatening them. And the problem is half of them don't even listen to what they were told. Well, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a black person living in a depressed community. Um, I also don't know what it's like to be a police officer. I recognize that if you, if you're either of those people in a confrontation, it's, it can be scary. Um, uh, you know, if you're a police officer who thinks that somebody might be armed, might be hostile, that's scary. And if you're living in uh, a community where you've had friends and family members killed by police and a police officer approaches you, that's really scary. I haven't lived in either of those. What I do have is I'm Jewish. I, I, I've, you know, Are you grown afraid up, of that? I'm not personally afraid of there being a situation where there's a systematic oppression of Jews in, in the United States. I'm not afraid of that. But what I do know is that if I was in Germany, when you were growing up in Germany, like the same time, and a police officer approached me, and I did everything right, there's still a full likelihood that I would end up, uh, well, you know, honey, in a, in a gas chamber. You, you lived in Germany, you at the end of 30, 1930, you were a goner. Okay. Yeah, that's more. Yeah. Oh, I, that is <laughs> and so, so what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is that, like, just like when a government, when there's a group of people that are, that are oppressed, sometimes it doesn't matter whether or not you respect the authority. Like, some, like, and, and and I think that if you look at our prison system, where there's an, a lot of people in prison for nonviolent crimes or for minor crimes, and if you look at the number of people who've been killed when they were unarmed and tried to do everything right. And just because the cop was a twitchy finger, I, I feel I feel very strongly that there's a need to to state clearly and to advocate for the idea that Black Lives Matter in the United States. Like I you think that, that that well, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I think because if I was because if I was in Germany, I would have I would have felt very strongly that Jewish lives matter. And and I and I realize it's not the same. It's not the same right now. 
but like there's enough similarities that I like, and it's really hard for me to say to hear you reject Black Lives Matter because I would like to believe that you would have been somebody in Germany who would have said that Jewish lives matter. Um, no, no, because you wouldn't, you you wouldn't, you wouldn't dare saying that. Okay, at that time, that was why? not until towards the end. Like, like I was, I think why, why? Obama was saying he's like a Hitler. Well, if if Hitler would have been in charge only for four years, it would have been perfect. Okay, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Yes, yes, because he was the underdog. He did a, the last four. He didn't have anything to do with the Jewish people at that point. He didn't have not at the beginning, Mickey. Not at the study it. But not but a, but but, a, but Trump could be in charge for eight years, or like he could you know install well, other people. Well, give him a chance. I feel like okay. I feel like I feel like if Hitler was only in charge for four years, it's a terrifying way of looking at it. Like and then afterwards, yes, that's where the people. They didn't dare saying anything. Can I ask you something else? Um, uh-huh. uh, so Trump won with a, a lot of white votes. Like if only people of color had voted, every single state would have gone for Hillary. And the way that some people have been interpreting that is that white people felt like whiteness was threatened and they were voting for Trump as sort of like a last stand of white supremacy. And I wonder if you feel like that sounds accurate no. to you. You said that like the no. thing that really upset you was the idea that Hillary was standing behind Black Lives Matter. No. No, 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 no. No, no I disagree with you on that. I disagree that with really you. That really doesn't have anything to do with it. The problem is Hillary, if you look at her history of what she's been involved with, with her husband, they've literally done nothing but line their own pockets. And um, as a consequence, you don't trust them. At least I don't. And what makes uh, you trust Donald Trump over Because, like, Donald Trump has lined his own pockets, not just through Hillary and Bill, like, they're, you know, consulting and doing speeches and stuff. But Donald Trump has, like, screwed over contractors, bankrupted businesses and profited from it, corrupted tax codes so that he doesn't have to pay income tax. Like, he's lined his pockets many times over just by screwing people over. Like, I'm not saying that it's not necessarily, like, a reason to not trust Hillary, but I, I don't understand how that is a reason to trust Trump over Hillary. Well, we didn't have a big choice. And I, I personally, okay, and everybody has a right to vote. And everybody is entitled to their own opinion. And now... He won, so you have to be behind him. It's the same thing when Obama won, okay, the country was behind him. But then you come up with uh, different things. I mean, he was black, and the Black Lives Matter. Uh, That was the most ridiculous thing that I have ever heard in my eyes. That's why, you know, we disagree to agree. disagree. But, like, it's not Black Lives Matter and White Lives don't matter. It's just Black Lives Matter... And it doesn't seem like it mattered enough. Like, well, like I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see why that's a ridiculous thing. If you're going to a funeral and and send re- representative for to, to a funeral for a kid, and you don't send anybody for 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 a soldier, okay, I think there's a difference. 
I mean, there's there's people who are there for soldiers. Like, there's a whole veteran community. There's a, you know, I mean, I mean, the veterans aren't totally like. There's a lot of ways that veterans aren't taken care of. But I don't think that anybody's saying that like veteran lives don't matter. Well, or soldiers' let's lives not don't talk matter. about politics anymore. Because, I mean, let's face it, we're all going to have to see what, what, what happens. Keep an open mind, and that's it. Keep you an know. open mind and hold back and sit back, because he's not a politician. That's what I always said. I mean, I'm not saying that he's the greatest. No. You know what's weird for me about hearing Trump win? The only hope that I have right now is if uh-huh. he was lying the whole time. Like, if he spent the last year saying that he wanted to ban Muslims and just to stoke people's fear of no, he, terrorists. He wanted to like, ban migrants. Uh, ban Muslim immigrants. We have so many problems in this country. Take care of your and own it, first. We well, but, but a country that has immigrants. immigrants that are undocumented in our country right now. We don't yeah, know some of them are my friends. Some, some of them are my friends. Some of them work. There is no way you can do that. There is no way. No, nobody's you, ever you, been you, pushing you, for open borders. Hillary huh? wasn't pushing for open borders. Oh yes, she was. I mean, you, you, you only think that because he said that. She never argued for open borders. Well, what else am I supposed to believe? If he said it, why? I, 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 I don't but, care, but, but I but think I, we have well, so but many I think problems in this I think country. That, you know, I, it is I, sad. And only Graham, in America can that happen. Here's where I feel like I'm ready to evaluate uh, Donald Trump with an open mind. But I think that what I need to hear is that people who support him are ready to also question him. Because if you believe everything that he says, that's really scary. He could start. No. He could start systematically imprisoning people who he disagrees with, and uh, just say that he wasn't doing that. And if, if if the person who you believe most is him, over any kind of media outlet that is critical of him, then that's really scary. And that and that that is like the four years, eight years of Hitler thing that I'm worried about. Is that like, you know, because give me a chance, okay? I I, I will wait three months, but. But but if I say I give it a chance, will you also question the things that he says and like look up, you know, at the the New York Times or the Washington Post and and everything? I don't believe like, anything the newspaper says anymore. Well, that's, 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 and that's why. Because because he I told take my own intuition. But but he can influence your intuition. I I recognize that my intuitions are influenced by the people that I hear and the messages that I receive. And and everything and, and 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 by the politicians I believe in, but ultimately I trust an outside press that's evaluating and, and researching and questioning the people in power. And I'm open to considering that Trump could be an, like not a terrible president if there's a people that are willing to also be open to questioning him. Because because if I'm open to something that other people aren't ready to question. Then, then it feels like I'm opening myself up for, for like a knife in the neck without any kind of protection. You, know, you could ask anything. I mean, it's, it's a free speech. I mean, uh, but like, but is there anything that you believe more than 
Trump? No. If, I if, just wondered. I are, didn't want to. Is there? Is there? If I, but 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 any media outlet, any reporter, any anybody who you would like, if, would you trust me? Like I, I don't feel like you trust me more than Trump. Like if I tell you that something's not true and he says that it's true, then you're more likely to believe him. Well, because it all depends. It all depends what it is. Typically, Mickey, we'll we'll listen to Fox. We'll listen to uh, CNN. Uh, I don't know if you get it back there or not, but there's a there's a station, uh, One America News. It's OAN, and uh, they seem to be just about as unbiased as anybody. One American News is the conservative-oriented network. Uh, well, what uh, would you say what, which is the best media? What? What's the most neutral media? I mean, I think that you need to look at... I don't think that you can just look at a conservative... Because Fox and... Uh, I feel like... I haven't I even heard listened to any news today. <laughs> I, I honestly... Listen, we have to we have to get ready. We're gonna to have to go over to Sandy's today. is Kristen's birthday, and, and I gotta finish frosting the cake. Frosting the cake. Okay. So I appreciate. Probably we'll talk a little bit more later on. But my, uh, Mickey, keep an open mind. Don't and be afraid. I will keep an open mind if you consider questioning. That's that's where I I, I consider questioning, but what do I question? You question a man who about. Uh, who cheats and lies and insults people. Like that's 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 all I want. Like if you go to like politifacts.com, they're a neutral. They just like look up whether what somebody says is right or wrong. If you're willing to like check them, because they'll say if like Hillary lies, and they'll also say if Trump lies. Politifact.com, I think, is going to be the one place that I ask you to to, to consider. Politifact. It's like pol- Politifact. Like yeah. I'll keep an open mind if you can also, you know, not believe everything he says. I'm going to sign off because i got to finish that cake. Yeah, that cake because, okay. like I said, we, we have to go over for dinner. Uh, okay. Thanks for love the you. phone call, Mickey. Sorry I have to run, but... Uh, no worries. Talk Wish, uh, Kristen, happy birthday for me. Anyway, well, thank you very much. We love you. Okay. And good Love luck. You, like I said, keep an open mind, Mickey. Keep an open keep mind. Questioning. I'm not really that excited that she did not win and so on. And I'm not, uh, you know, to, to me, like I said, I'm too old to worry about anything. Okay. You know, if I can get up in the morning and get going, that's the best thing. And uh, like they were saying, okay, Obama didn't do good for the country. I can't say that because it didn't hurt me. Okay, honey. All right, well, I love you, Grandma. I hope love that you too. Come, uh, okay, everything will turn out all right. Don't be afraid. Uh, Don't okay. be scared. And, okay. And I look forward to seeing you in uh, yeah. Christmas uh, hopefully time. soon. Yeah, Christmas time. Okay, honey. Okay, thanks all for right. calling. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.